Welcome everyone. So today I want to talk about worthiness. It's such an important quality to cultivate. It's something that very few of us um, actually end up having as we get to be adults. So um, I want to just take it apart a little bit here and share with you some of my experiences, you know, with my own life and my own journey with worthiness, as well as what I've helped others with as clients. First of all, let's just talk about a, a bit of a dif- definition for worthiness. So when I Googled it, um, what I got was that it is it has the qualities of being good enough and deserving attention and respect. So I want you to think about that, like the whole good enough thing. It is so easy when something goes wrong or we've lost sort of our confidence level about something to start to feel like we're not good enough. Some people, and I have had this in the past, will have just a general sense of their whole being as not good enough. Then for others, it's just in certain areas, like, you know, not good, not good with money, not good, you know, in my career, like I'm just not succeeding in my career the way I wanted to, or thought I would, or maybe it's in relationships. Maybe you've got great things going on professionally and financially and, you know, in your friendships and those things, but you're romantic relationship is not, you know, is not working or you have a history of them not working, whatever it is. So it feels like, well, there must be sort of something wrong with me. This sort of, I'm not good enough to attract the right partner or to sustain a relationship or something like that. So I want you to think about worthiness, first of all, as not just a total on off switch. It's not as simple as Oh, I feel worthy. I'm feeling worthy about every aspect of my life done. You know, uh, I think we're born that way. I think that we are born with a, uh, un, um, I think we're born with this very ideal state of knowing we are worthy. But usually very quickly because of family situations, cultural situations, an experience of trauma, you know, all of the above, any of the above, we will begin to have this inner sense of not being good enough, of not deserving attention and respect. Like, I thought that was just a really great way to look at it as well. So in what areas of your life are you you know, settling for less than you really deserve um, because there's that sense of not deserving or not being good enough or something's wrong with you, any of that kind of language or something, you know, that resonates more specifically with you, they start to take us away from that innate sense of worthiness that is really just our birthright. Like worthiness is not something to earn, worthiness is not something we grow into or something we are created worthy you know the moment you came out of the womb (laughs) you were worthy of everything you were good enough you're worthy of attention 
of respect. And so at whatever point or in whatever arenas of your life that got interrupted or circumvented, that's where you're going to hold this sort of wound of unworthiness. So that's the first thing. Don't think of it as just all on, all off. Also, it's important to realize that there's a difference between how it feels like if you say it out loud, you know, I don't feel worthy. Well, that might feel really weird to you or, and it may feel like, well, no, that's, that's not the case. That doesn't resonate because on a sort of conscious intellectual, if you will, um, way, you know, every human being is worthy, right? Like I think most people would go along with the concept I've shared, which is that, you know, being worthy is simply our birthright. We're born worthy. And there's nothing that we do that that changes that. It's just our own inner belief that begins to change because of conditions in our external environment that cause us to believe we are not worthy. So know that there can be that piece where like deep down, like for instance, in my own journey, I would not have said I had a problem with worthiness, okay? I would have said I was fine, like I felt worthy, you know, sort of end of story. But what happened when I went through an extended period of real um, stress and drama and trauma, really, of being homeless, of, you know, not having... Uh, my business performed the way I wanted it to, to various things like that. And I went through this extended time of, you know, really high levels of stress. And in it, what I realized was that deep down, I really did not feel worthy of what I desire. And so it, it kind of surprised me because again, I had had times where I thought to myself, well, you know, is this a worthiness issue? And when I, but when I'm up in my conscious mind, I know, you know, that I'm worthy. So this is where we can get this big difference between what is a conscious belief and what's an unconscious belief, because we can have a conscious belief about worthiness, but if our unconscious belief is unworthiness, that's what's going to end up ruling the day. So we have to sort of get really quiet and honest with ourselves and get out of that sort of conscious protective part of our mind that doesn't want to even imagine that we feel unworthy and get to that deeper part, that 90% or so of our thoughts and feelings that are really rooted deeply in our subconscious. And so that means that we are not moment by moment aware of them. They're things that we're just doing, thinking, feeling out of repetition because we've done it so many times before we just do it again without thinking about it the same way you get in your car and drive. But when you first started driving, it was really hard, right? You had to think about all these different things and it all seems so much all in your, now you just get in the car and you go and you don't think about it. And so that's because that how to drive a car is in your subconscious. So you don't have to think about 
what do I do? You know, where do I put my hands? Which foot goes on which pedal? Like we don't have to think through that every time. It's just there. And that's the way an unconscious belief is like unworthiness. It's just there. And so it will pop up when something in your circumstances triggers that belief. And the fact that you can go to that five or 10% of your conscious mind and say, oh no, that's not true. I am worthy is probably not enough to break that pattern because the things that are in our subconscious are there because it's been over and over and over and over and over. And so just like if you got in your car and let's say you um, hurt your right foot and needed to drive with your left, all of a sudden that would be incredibly uncomfortable and awkward and all the things, right? Because we're just used to using our right foot. So it's the same with what's happening in your subconscious and your conscious. It can feel very awkward in your conscious mind to say, wow, I really do have this sense of unworthiness, but deep in your subconscious, you know that that's true, or at least it's true when certain things happen. Like, again, if you think of your life in a lot of different, like, um, sort of categories, right? Like romance, friendship, career, lifestyle. So like, you know, travel, what you'd like to do for fun, that kind of thing. And then your relationship to yourself. In each of those areas, you could have a different relationship with your worthiness. That's where, you know, you'll see some people who do very well professionally, but then like can't, you know, sabotage their romantic relationships all over the place or their relationship to themselves. And so there's a sense of unworthiness there, but maybe not in the professional, you know, kind of career and, and finance category. So, and it can be totally opposite for somebody else. And you may feel like you're, you're unworthy in all of the categories. Like it's just different for everyone. So you can, you know, find yourself wherever you find yourself. But the keys are, you know, all the things we do for people pleasing, for attention, for the approval of others, um, needing validation from others. All those things are signs that we are having a feeling, a sense of unworthiness that we want someone else or some circumstance outside of us to sort of take care of. And what do I mean by that? Like, it is the idea that oh, if you just tell me how much you love me, I'm going to feel loved. And that is generally not the case. Many relationships end over things like that because it may work at first when somebody else, you know, you're caught up in the romance and the hormones of all of it and all the things. And for a while, them telling you how much they love you really helps. And you you get that relief from the sense of un being unlovable to what it feels like to be lovable. And it just feels so good and all that's awesome. But then over time, because it's not actually a shift you've made internally, that will fade and your partner's telling you they love you won't have the same effect. It won't keep you in that place of feeling lovable and loved because really we are the only ones who can give ourselves that those kinds of things that sense of i'm good enough i'm worthy 
I deserve attention. I deserve respect. I am lovable. I have things to contribute to the world. Like these are things that as core beliefs about ourselves, we have to find them and cultivate them for ourselves. Now, sometimes if you're super lucky, you grew up in a family and in a culture that encouraged that of you, right? That encouraged you to dream about what you really want and then pursue things or experiment with, you know, taking a class in it to see if it is something you really like or whatever, you know, right? The exploring and and the unearthing of our gifts and talents. But many of us were not raised in families or cultures that encouraged that. In fact, many of us were raised in situations that discouraged us um, especially, you know, for anyone of color, any of the women listening to this, you know, there's just a cultural reality with a patriarchal system where we are being communicated to all the time that we are not as valuable as a white man. Now, for any white men listening to this, I get that that's not your fault per se, like as a personal thing, but it is a reality of our culture. And so every person of color, every woman, of course, anyone who is identifying as non-binary or uh, trans or, you know, gay, any of that, it's everybody's outside of that patriarchal white male heterosexual you know arena if you're outside of that equation you've got all kinds of cultural things even in the best of settings with a family that's totally accepting you and loving on you and encouraging you to be your authentic self there's still a lot of cultural things against you and so you know not for nothing right so those are the kinds of things that start to you know punch holes, so to speak, in our innate sense of worthiness that is was given to us and is our birthright. So with all of this, like, first of all, I would just love to hear in the comments or DM me or, um, you know, email me, whatever you want to do, how this resonates. If you can see this difference, if you can see the sort of spectrum of it in your life, if you can see how maybe in some arenas of your life, you're feeling worthy, others, you maybe aren't that difference between, oh my gosh, in my conscious mind, I'm like, no, of course not. I'm worthy. Oh, but then I can tell from the ways I've self-sabotaged or the kinds of relationships or professional situations I've attracted or stayed in that I must not feel worthy. There's somewhere I don't feel deserving of the attention and respect that I deserve. Like everybody who's staying in a job, underpaid, undervalued, you know, it's there's probably some of this in there. Otherwise you wouldn't be comfortable with being undervalued and underpaid. And so, and you may say, well, I'm not comfortable. It makes, it pisses me off. Well, that's different um, than, by uncomfortable, what I mean is I won't do that. I'm quitting, right? I'm going to find a new job and I'm going to quit because I'm not going to work for someone that doesn't value me. I'm not going to work for an organization that doesn't value me and isn't willing to pay me what I deserve to be paid. So you may not have before thought of that as a worthiness issue, um, but I'm curious if after hearing this, that resonates with you that you realize, oh, the fact that I'm still staying with my emotionally abusive husband or boyfriend or whatever, 
there's some sense of me that doesn't feel like I'm worthy of his respect because if he was respecting you, he would not be being emotionally abusive to you. And so if you're still in that relationship and, you know, any amount of time has passed, you've been there for a while. If if it's new and you're thinking about leaving tomorrow, then whatever, you know, that's fine. That's great. I encourage that. <laughs> but those of us who have stayed in relationships where we are not being attended to and respected, I wonder if you can see this connection of how that's because of some very possibly subconscious belief that you are not worthy of something different. You're not worthy of a, of a lover or spouse who is genuinely attentive to you and respectful to you and loves you for who you are in an authentic way. So love your comments on that. And then of course, because I always want to be practical. I wanted to give you some things that you could do to help um, sort of cultivate a higher level of feeling worthy within you. Okay. So part of it, the first place I'd start is, and you can use a journal or jot this voice recorded in your phone, whatever you want. Um, you know, just do a Google doc or whatever you want that will help you um, get this. The point is we need to get it out of your head and onto paper or onto something. Okay. <laughs> so that it's not just you thinking these thoughts in your head. So I want you to think about this sense of worthiness. And when you look at your life in, in these categories of romance, friendships, career, lifestyle, and your relationship with yourself, are there some of those areas that you feel like your worthiness is higher than others? So maybe you give yourself like a scale of one to three and then rate how three being very worthy and, you know, one being that, no, not good enough. So, or you could think of it like um, red, yellow, green for a traffic light, right? You could be, three would be super good. I'm ready to go on this. And two is like, eh, a little cautious, not, not so sure. Some days, yes, some days, no. And red is like, nope, stop the, stop the truck. <laughs> I do not feel good enough in this arena. I am plagued by those feelings and thoughts of not being good enough. And because just being honest about that, being able to take those categories and rate them for yourself will be very powerful in and of itself, because there is because hopefully you do have a conscious belief that you are worthy. It helps tr start to move things from that subconscious to the conscious when we can identify them, when we can kind of own it, when we can label it, name it, whatever words you want to use for that. When I can say, oh, wait a minute, I'm, you know, dating and I know that I have a tendency to drop into unworthiness when I'm in romantic relationships. So I'm really going to stay aware of that for myself and catch myself when it happens. So e even just being able to sort of rank yourself in those five life arenas, romance, friendship, career, lifestyle, and self um, on a one, two, three basis for where you're at. And then, you know, just really being honest with yourself about that. And then I think one of the most profound things you can do is write yourself 
like a letter to your, to yourself. So, you know, I would say, dear Brenda, <laughs> and the part of me that's writing this letter is the part of my conscious mind that knows everybody's worthy. Like everybody's worthy of love. Everybody's worthy of what they desire in life. You know, everybody is worthy. Worthy is not perfection. Those two things have nothing to do with it. Nobody's perfect. So we don't need to perform to be worthy. Worthiness is a thing that just stands on. It's like granted. It's like the fairy godmother just gives it to us. Okay. (laughs) Because it is a quality like unconditional love that is without condition. That's why we call it unconditional love, right? It is without condition. You don't have to perform. You don't have to do things a certain way. You don't have to, you know, you are just worthy, period. I don't care right now if you feel like you've gotten your life totally off track. You are still worthy. We might need to do some things to bring your life back in alignment with that worthiness, You may need to cultivate the worthiness because maybe you've been operating out of this deep sense of unworthiness, which means we're going to attract a whole bunch of circumstances around us that are going to reflect that sense of unworthiness. So that's where like when I'm doing one-on-one coaching with people, I'm coaching people through that. How do we start to cultivate that worthiness so that you can start to change your circumstances on the outside to circumstances, you know, that are in alignment with somebody who feels worthy. It doesn't mean when you feel worthy, nothing bad happens. There's no challenges, but how you show up in that challenge becomes completely different. And so I love working with people one-on-one in this sort of arena of worthiness. And lots of people come to me for coaching that don't identify their issues, so to speak, as being worthiness, But as we sort of peel back the layers or look under the hood, as I like to say, then we find that that's really what it is. Like for me, I was, you know, sort of blaming or labeling my problems as being financial and career and that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I was not labeling it as unworthiness. It was not until I sort of went deep within myself and some of it with the help of another coach that I uncovered that. It was like, oh, shoot. (laughs) The problem here is I'm calling it all kinds of other things, but if I keep going, then so why is that that way? And why do I feel that way? And what's behind that? Then it was just this deep sense of not feeling worthy. So I've been working on this for several years. I'm not going to say I'm perfect. Occasionally I fall off the worthiness uh, wagon and drop back into something where I'm feeling not good enough or I'm letting myself be undervalued or something like that. But that's okay because, you know, the journey is not about being perfect. The journey is learning how to notice when we're back in a situation that doesn't serve us and then how to get ourselves out of it and get back up to where we are in alignment with our highest good, our highest expression. Um, And all of that comes out of a sense of worthiness. So write yourself a letter describing to yourself or explaining, if you want to think of it that way, why you are so worthy, you know, and again, it's not because you're pretty. It's not because you're super talented. You are worthy 
just because, because you were born, because you are a unique expression of the divine or the cosmos or however you want to, you know, look at that, however that fits for your faith and belief system, um, that, you know, you are worthy simply because, and then you can allow that other part of you, you can do this letter almost like a conversation back and forth. Um, where you share with the part of you who's feeling unworthy or unsure of their worthiness, why they are worthy, and then let them answer back and write that down too. Okay, dear higher self, thanks for explaining that to me, but here's why I don't believe you, or here's why that doesn't make sense to me because I did this and then that happened to that person. And so I don't feel worthy. And, you know, like, let it just come out, let your story come out and unfold through your writing or through your speaking it into your voice recorder so that it's not just playing around inside your own head um, or book a 15 minute call with me and we will work through it in a coaching session or something, um, because it, it's really important to get it out of our heads and onto the paper on, you know, in with someone else like me to coach you through, okay, now what are we going to do about that information? So, because when that other part of you, that's not feeling worthy or is questioning their worthiness, when they respond, that's a gold mine for you of the ways that your subconscious is thinking about things, the stories it's telling itself and you. And so therefore like a huge window into the things that trigger you and the, and why you've had some of the challenges you've had. So I would love to have you, you know, do those two things, rate yourself in those five areas of life and then write a letter at least like you know, to a back and forth of your higher self that is telling the part of you that doesn't always believe it, why she's worthy, that it is just something we're born with, that you don't have to prove yourself that, you know, any of any of those things. Then you can respond back from that part of you that doesn't feel so worthy and get all those gold nuggets of where from a subconscious standpoint, you really are unsure of yourself, or you really are sabotaging yourself or judging yourself or, you know, whatever it is, like, it can be hard to hear that. But it's so helpful, because now you know what you're working with. So love to hear how this goes for you book a 15 minute call if you want to talk about potentially coaching, or you want to share with me what you experienced in the exercise or drop me a DM, whatever you want to do, go to the show notes. You'll see my email and some other resources for you because this is just such an important issue because as long as we have any sense of unworthiness down in our subconscious, it will wreak havoc with us up in our conscious world. So it's a really, really important thing to start to understand and allow to see in ourselves. Um, so that we can begin to cultivate this sense of worthiness as a birthright. I will see you in the next episode of Uncover and Elevate My Worthy One.